We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham and Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio. Camera sticking, so we'll get that fixed here in a second. If you are in the live stream, just hold on for that. But otherwise, we are uh, good to go today. We'll talk some NCAA transformation, reconstruction, first step, and whatever you want to call what an eventual breakaway for Division One, in my opinion. We uh, will discuss the start of the college basketball season. Ole Miss opening up at home tonight against UNO. They played their um, exhibition against Trevecca last week. UNO tonight to start the season for Kermit Davis and his uh, his Rebels. We'll discuss some Lane Kiffin, maybe some NFL, and whatever uh, pops up over the next hour and change today on the show, a show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Remember to uh, get those selfies in. Just head on over to the blue sky, whatever you want in the background, as long as it has something to do with that location. Take a selfie. I want you to hashtag Blue Sky Rebels, tag the Oxford Exxon, and you'll be automatically entered into a chance to win an official almost football helmet. Gave away one last week. I saw it on social media. Going to give one away this week as well. Take advantage of that. And get these Speed Pass Plus out, the lunch specials, and plenty more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are uh, Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You uh, shop the quote around. Or you can do what I've done. And that's take the quote. Get a deal, jump into a Clark Ford, love it, get more Clark Fords, get great service, um, love the product, the whole deal. They're at Clark Ford, 662-257-1900. Guests join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Got a Texas A&M guest I'm interviewing later today. I'll have that to you tomorrow morning as part of the Oh, Ross coming back on the show tomorrow? I uh, I don't have the relationship with Ross that you do. Okay. Um, I get along with Ross, but we don't talk like you and uh, you and Ross do. You you you've maintained more of those relationships I, I, than I have. I, I did not think that there was any need to get Ross on the podcast this week. Um, I, I used editorial judgment to to assume that that was not a necessary yeah. component. I'd love but, to know what Ross thought about Saturday. Yeah, well, would 
been interesting. I mean, we can see. Um, whatever. Yeah. Go ahead. We'll talk about it. You're, you're tighter with Ross than I am. I like Ross. He, I think Ross likes me fine, but you, you guys are boys. Y'all are in the same club. Oh, we're boys. Y'all are in the same bourbon club and the whole deal. We were. Yeah, yeah that's true. <sighs> he and I never, uh, never, we never, we never reached that point of. You never, never broke bread with, with Bjork over the course of his uh, his years? No, uh, our relationship never passed the purely professional we had, the, we had the one night where we yelled at each other, and then other than that, we were. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> I told him to go f himself. <laughs> That's right. Actually, in those terms, right? Was yes. That, yeah, that was actually it, yes. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. We can talk about that in a minute. It was okay. fine. I think he would laugh at it now. Yeah. He apologized. I accepted his apology. It was all good. Um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, rafters, great burgers, po' boys, uh, appetizers, full beer selection. Um. Great bar as well. Rafters, music and food on the square in Oxford and also in New Albany. I saw someone say the Bears got screwed. I saw the first half. Nah, I didn't even watch the first half. I watched the first. I, I quasi watched the first half of the Bears game. And then Carson and I studied World War One. We turned the TV off. I never turned it back on. Am I being hypocritical? Because while I do think during a game taunting is – something that probably gets called just because it's stupid and you should be punished for stupid things. At the same time, the outcome of a game being decided on taunting, or at least the potential outcome of a game being decided on taunting, feels like he better have like taken off his clothes and like twirled them over his head on the sidelines or something because it just it it, 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 it sits really oddly with me. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um, I got up this morning and I worked. I never turned the TV on. Um, Carson had to get someplace by 7.30, so I was scrambling a little bit. Um, I don't, what what did he supposedly I haven't do? Seen as I'm yeah. saying, I mean, I don't know what happened, but yeah, I was long gone by by then. I've got a sick kid at the house, and I was not awake by that point of the uh, the night last night. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, let us know. Send us a link. Let's see what's happened. We'll, we'll opine in 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 person. Um, also, not really an ad here necessarily, but I do appreciate all the people that took advantage of Manscaped over the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm not to the point of getting the new readers at yet. We'll have those here soon. But we had kind of a test period with them. We had 30 days to complete a certain number of things, and you guys pulled that off in six days. So I, I just really, really appreciate it. Um, I had no idea what to necessarily expect. We are uh, are built on uh, viewership and a lot of local advertising over the years, and you guys supporting us and making that happen was able to get that into uh, fruition for a, a, a full-time campaign. So code MPW still works. Get some stocking stuffers. We'll tell you about some Christmas things, tell you about some different things with Manscaped, but go to manscaped.com, use MPW for 20% off and free worldwide shipping, so just appreciate that. Uh, taunting a punter should always be a flag, Leif says. Well, okay, that's probably true. If you taunt a punter, you kind of deserve what what, what what you get. I haven't seen it. I know nothing else about it, but that's probably uh, fair. Speaking of uh, trimming the hedges, yes, uh, South Carolina's Twitter video was fantastic with all the ways that uh, – that wide receiver, well, the things he could have done before a Gator would have covered him the other night in the oh, end yeah. zone. Um, yeah, I haven't. I very, haven't very seen, well done. I've seen it referenced, but I haven't looked at. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really, really, really funny. Actually, um, it was, it was done. South Carolina also a manscape representative as well. Um, there with the Cox. So, um, I don't know. There's kind of a ton of places to start tonight. Let's just. Otherwise, and I don't mean this badly, I will forget. Um, Ole Miss plays basketball tonight. South six thirty. South. Uh, on a UNO. Is it 6.30? Isn't it 6.30? I don't know. I think it's 6.30. Am That's I awesome. I have no idea. Yeah, I thought it was 6.30. Yeah, 
Oh, look. He just looked at him. Give me a link, guys. Send, send me a link in the thread. I kind of need to see this. I'm going. Carson's got a soccer game at 530, so I'm going to go to his basketball game, and then I'm going to go and see what time the game is. I thought it was 630. I hope you're right. Yep, 630. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It is on ESPN+. Plus. It is a two games this week. They've got that, and they've got Charleston Southern on a Friday. That's a 6 o'clock start for uh, for for that one. Do we have that it's Monday somewhere? Everybody says this is not Monday. Or I don't have a Monday. Okay. I, I don't list the day. I say November the 9th on the screen. Okay. Did I say Monday at the start of the show or something? I don't know. Do I Whatever. Have maybe, I, maybe I didn't correct it in the description. Okay. You know what damn day it is. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're in the media. Nobody takes us seriously. Anyway. You opined about basketball, gave some predictions and 10 thoughts this week. Um, kind of a new look team. What we know is they struggled in the exhibition against Treveca, who scored a ton of points from outside, just kind of got hot from all over. Um, they, according to multiple reports, but I don't know who from actually in the building, played really well against Ohio State in an exhibition in Nashville a couple weeks ago. Just in general, these first couple weeks, what are the what are the couple things, what needs to get uh, kind of decided for Kermit Davis with this basketball program? I know nothing. Okay. I'm going in blind, which is kind of fun, actually. I refused to do the preseason hype fest that we've done every year. Um, you end up looking really wrong, and everybody yells at you. And so I just – not that I mind getting yelled at. I really don't care, but I don't know. I want to see if they can shoot the basketball. Can you consistently make threes? And that's specifically Matthew Morrell to an extent. Whoever. Can you make threes? Can you defend the three? There's been a lot of talk about um, speeding up, playing faster. I want to see whether that really comes to fruition. And if so, what that looks like. Does that mean getting the ball out quicker, not going into that slow down, grind it out mode offensively? Um and when you struggle with it, here's the thing I want to see really. If if there truly is a stylistic change, when um, they struggle with it, when they struggle with it, do they, do they abandon it and go back to what they've done in the past or do they persevere? That's kind of what I want to see. I want to see what happens when there is some um, adversity, you know, realistically that happens next week i mean they're going to beat new orleans i'm assuming they'll beat charleston southern on on friday i'm assuming and then next week they play marquette on thursday night i know nothing about marquette but i assume that will be a difficult game my guess is that they'll be a good team and if they win that game they'll probably play west virginia um they play a day elon. later and then on yeah. sunday they'll either play west virginia or elon so they're going to play those teams is it just those three teams in the, or the other three? I can't speak to that, so I guess okay. I could be wrong. I don't know who they play. I didn't know if there was like a whole other set of four on the other side, and then you play somebody. It's from. the Shriners Children's Charleston Classic, which is I a know. mouthful. That is a lot. Um, and Shriners then, does a lot of sports, college sports, small tournament advertising. Yeah. They do the baseball thing in Houston, too. And, and then for some reason, Ole Miss plays a game the day after Thanksgiving at home at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I I would have loved to have been hand raised guy in that room. Uh, they play Ryder November the thirtieth, man, and then we start to find out about them: Memphis, Western Kentucky, Dayton, and then December 29th, Florida. I mean, their SEC open is brutal. Florida at home, at Tennessee, Mississippi State at home, 
at Texas A&M, Auburn at home, Missouri at home, at Mississippi State, home against Arkansas. If you haven't figured it out, we'll know. This league is really top-heavy. There are really good teams at the top. Alabama, Kentucky, Tennessee, Auburn, Arkansas, Florida, LSU, really talented basketball teams. Mississippi State has a chance to be pretty good. This is a really tough league. You, you, you There's better, a seven that you better play well. Um, UNO last year, just if you're curious, they went ten and fifteen overall. They went eight and seven in their conference, which I think is the Southland off the top of my head. I could be wrong because they just now they got back to D one. They were they fell after Katrina for a really long time. I'm just used to play my baseball a pretty good bit. Um, last year they lost in College Station, eighty two to fifty three. Um, looking for any kind of neutral or common opponent. They had a game of LSU canceled. I mean, even like Nichols hammered on by 24. Yeah, there's not much here. They're they're not good um, at all. I wouldn't think. Yeah. They beat up on Southeastern a couple times, and that's about it. So, Southeastern Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Selah. Selah makes sense to me, but they get really annoyed down there, apparently, if you say slew. Oh, really? So it's two teams that get very frustrated if you don't call them what they want to be called. They want to be called Maybe South. that's the state, because Louisiana Lafayette does the same thing. Maybe just for some reason the state of Louisiana has issues with what you Well, Louisiana it. Lafayette's trying to bolster themselves by breaking the law. <laughs> by breaking the law. <laughs> I mean, the law really forbids them from, from, the way that was done, forbids them from marketing themselves as Louisiana. Mm-hmm. They do it anyway, but... And they've gotten the, the the college sports world to sort of play along. Well, they've gotten the media to play along, but yeah. the media is a collection of imbecilic idiots, so who cares? Um, They're not the University of Louisiana. They're not. I live a couple houses down from a fairly, like, I don't know about big or whatever, but a UNO booster. I wonder if he's all pumped up for tonight. Like, has, like, stuff everywhere. It's a like, booster? That's my understanding. Yeah, really? To some extent. Like, yeah, helps yeah, them yeah. buy I, players I, and stuff? Now, I... Did I say illegal booster? I just said booster. That's Giving pretty alumni, cool. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how about that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about UNO. Isn't that funny? I had a buddy from high school play baseball there back in the day. Oh, and really? then I wrote a story for a class. I don't even think it got published. But I wrote a story after Katrina for class um, just about like their fall and what what their athletic department went through at that at that point. I think – I'm going to say this and be wrong, and somebody today is going to call me out for it, which is fine. But I think maybe was it Ponder that was up for maybe the AD job there a couple of years ago when they had a. Did Ponder get back into athletics administration? By the way, I don't know. Is it is he? I, I don't sure. know. I haven't talked to Stephen in a while. I don't know. No, I haven't. Um, t- I haven't talked to him since he left. Yeah, I don't know that. Frank. I feel like I saw him in a couple of baseball games. It's really par for the course for me. Say, <laughs> so, there's a theme. There's a theme forming this morning. Yeah. Is what's happening? I make no relationships when they're here, and when they leave, we still have no relationship. It's like it's a common theme. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where Ponder is. I'm not, <laughs> not sure. Uh. <laughs> Just from what you've heard, I know you're going in blind, but the Brooks kid, is there any offense there? Is it kind of defense only? Do they need him to have offense? Oh, um, no. I asked him about it. I wrote about this in 10 Thoughts. He, he acknowledged that he has he's being asked to provide offense. So What that means, well. He's a good player. I mean, he's always been a good player, but he's usually been a, a defense first, defense second player. And I think now he's being asked to be defense first and score a little bit. 
he's got to make when teams when he gets the ball in the post, he's got to make teams pay. He's got they're gonna have to create open looks for three. They don't have a lot of quick release guys who can create shots, best I can tell. So they're they're going to have to have post play, whether it's him or 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 Sammy Hunter or Jamin Brakefield or some combination thereof, that when they get the ball in the post, they gotta make teams pay so the teams collapse on them a little bit and create some open shots. All right, so Ponder, um, he's the executive vice president for Seminole Boosters, Florida State affiliated. Okay. And it is, I, I've never even heard of this before, but it's kind of interesting, actually, the more I'm looking at this. It essentially is some sort of athletic foundation giving thing to some extent. It says uh, Seminole Boosters offers Florida State fans the opportunity to be involved and make an impact. Contributions help fund four key areas, facilities, scholarships, annual fund and coaches clubs, which are sports-specific support directed to the teams of your choice to help cover needs beyond the annual operating budget. So essentially he's running some semblance of athletic foundation. Oh, okay. Say. How about that? Yeah. So that I thought I'd heard that he'd gotten back into it to some degree. Yeah. So, yeah, Seminole Boosters, which I think I would have chose a different name for it, but nonetheless, there, uh, there it is. I didn't go to Supercuts, and I, I did read 10 Thoughts. I referenced things from 10 Thoughts to hopefully take people back to 10 Thoughts they can read. Sure. It's, it's cross-promotion. I have a plan sometimes. Not always blind. Um, I don't really remember 10 Thoughts. I was typing in a car. I wasn't sure you were doing it. So. Oh, I wasn't sure either. Fair. And I woke up Sunday, I'm like, I probably should do it. Yeah. Grind says only 2% of FSU alumni are athletic boosters, one of the smallest in the country. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I've I've been moving around people to get a haircut. It's actually been a little bit of a problem over like the last year. The person that's cut my hair for a long time got out of the business, and it's created a created a bit of an issue. Uh, let's see. Voluntarily, they got squeezed out or something happened. They get, <laughs> I think they just chose to They got hit. Else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, I'm with Leif. I wish I could have a bad haircut. Yeah. You'd love to go to Supercuts and be pissed off when you left, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I did. I cut my hair about twice a week. Just me and my trusty razor. Yeah, my uh, my person from the blow-dry bar got out of the business. So, created a, a search a bit uh, in the uh, in the Lafayette County area. Um. Yeah, Steelers twenty nine twenty seven last night. That final score: Steelers moved to five and three, Bears at three and six. You guys are struggling a little bit as it's uh, coming well, coming, coming to the halfway point. Probably need to struggle. Well, they need to suck. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna you're gonna draft, draft. Also, I did not realize. Speaking of kind of UNO New Orleans basketball, I didn't know the Pelicans were one in ten. So they're yeah. awful. Well, Zion's not playing. Yeah, I saw that. I actually knew that. It's almost like he's too fat. Is that the problem? I don't know. Is he hurt? Supposedly. He hasn't come back from any of He's that? He's too big. Yeah. I mean, we can go over the list of players who've been great NBA post players, and they're never that big. So maybe he's an anomaly, or maybe he's too big. Does he ever figure it out, or is it a bust? I'm starting to have my doubts. Really? I mean, when you look like a defensive tackle out there, it's just – 82-game schedule, running up and down a court. You're not expecting that. And suddenly you have feet and ankle and knee issues. Go figure. What's your thoughts on Fields at this point? Who? Justin Fields. Oh, he's fine. 
fine. Yeah, he's good. So he's a rookie. So he's not won the Super Bowl. Not this year. Ever. Uh, yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, no, he does a lot of good things. You're not removing him from that category. Oh no, 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 no. He's having a rookie year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, behind Peyton, a. I mean, Peyton sucked as a behind a bad a offensive line. Yeah, Grind, I think that's right too. As Neil's alluded to, His, Zion's knees in five years feel like something's going to give out, and that might be it. Knees, ankles, that's feet. It, yeah. He Something weighs too much. The game's an up-and-down game. We are playing with young dudes who are freakishly athletic. Mm-hmm. I mean, freakishly athletic. And you're playing at 300 and whatever it is pounds. It's too much. He needs to lose significant weight. I was really proud of myself on Sunday. I did not get emotionally involved in the Saints game whatsoever. They, they 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 fell behind whatever the hell they fell behind there twenty four to three twenty four to six something like that and uh, even because I actually made fun of Jeff Duncan because Jeff Duncan drives me up the freaking wall and he had tweeted something once the Saints scored the first time um, they put Taysom Hill in they score it goes to I guess twenty four to thirteen and um, he's like oh it's twenty four six the new twenty eight three and it's like it's a regular season game and yeah. I, I, you're, you're driving me insane I, I yeah. hate him as a yes. beat writer hate him um hopefully we don't need him on the show at any point um and they score again score again they, they go up twenty five twenty four and I'm like you know I get it and this is kind of fun but I still know how this story ends there's time left on the clock there are problems and then they completely blow a coverage um Lattimore admits that he screwed up, that they ended up you, – you've got one minute left to go down, kick a field goal to win, and the Saints defensively went one-on-one with no deep help on Cordero Patterson. That was the defense they decided to play in that moment. They get them down into field goal range, and the Saints lose 27-25 after coming back and taking a 25-24 lead um, at that point. They also missed two two-point conversions. Have you just kicked the field goals, you would have been up three instead of one at that point. Um they are a schizophrenic team. Their three losses are to really bad football teams this year. They have a couple really, really good wins, but there is no chance of any postseason run. So they make this really easy from an emotional sure. level. That you might have some good weeks, you might have some fun, but at the same time, no way, no well, chance. You know when a team has a chance to be a title team. And look, Simeon. Look, he's not a super. No, don't get me wrong. He's not going to win a playoff game. He he was fine the other day. They suck at wide receiver and tight end. Suck. They give him no help at all. Their defensive line got no pressure. I mean, Matt Ryan looked like twenty six years old on Sunday because yeah. of the Saints defense. It was it was it was it was a bad day. So somehow they've beaten the Packers and they've beaten the Bucks and they've lost to the Giants and the Falcons at this point of the uh the season. The Giants are actually playing better. They are. The they Giants, weren't at that point. Yeah. The Giants are uh Kind of becoming the poster child for having some patience with the young quarterback because yeah. he's making progress. Yeah. Jones is. Yeah, I don't know what the ceiling is, but he has gotten better. Yeah, it's higher than I thought it was. Yeah, and then like you watched the Bengals the other day, they they're the poster child for hey, you got to be patient, even with a super elite, uber talented young quarterback. They're growing pains. Mm-hmm. Podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting. It understands your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. 
Chase, I got to pull my ads up. I'm having a, right. I'm having all sorts of computer issues. Okay. While you do that, I'll tell you about Nick's Tan and Associates. Nickstanoxford.com is the website. That's 662-281-1200. You can use them for either side of the home buying process here in Oxford. I've done it a couple times. You should use them as well. Give them a shot. You go to the website. You see gallery view. You see agent view. You see plenty of ways to get some options for your next home here in Lafayette County area. Market's still crazy. So some use someone who knows the area, and that is Nick's Tan. Again, 662-281-1200 or nickstanoxford.com. Uh, we're brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Uh, coming soon, it's going to be about December the 6th. Right now, so it looks like the target date. Uh, 1737B University Avenue in Oxford. First week of December is kind of the goal at this point. Walk-on Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant. We're also brought to you by Brothrow. It's a really cool, easy way to bet. If you're looking for um, to add a little bit of, um, I don't know, excitement to the weekend coming up, you can bet at Brothrow. Uh, just go. There's no third party, no juice. That's going to save you money over time. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. Uh, it's bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW. Got some uh, discount codes for you, Rebel Grove. Use the code Rebel Grove at muddywateroutdoors.com. Get all the latest gear from Muddy Water Camo, the heated vest, the heated jackets, the uh, Muddy Water Lady Camo apparel as well. Uh, free shipping on orders of $100 or more and a 35% discount using that promo code Rebel Grove. At Dead Soxy, the promo code's been upped to 30%. So if you go to deadsoxy.com, be a great stocking stuffer for your loved ones. Uh, best socks you'll ever put on your feet. And at checkout, enter promo code Rebel Grove, get 30% off your entire order on everything there. Uh, it's going to be Probably some uh, drinking in the Grove this weekend, I would guess, in town, that kind of thing. So get ready at game with Game Changer Patches. Only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The uh, warm-up patches used before while you drink. The overtime patches used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game and ready for the next play. It's GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Also brought to you by uh, ACS, owned and operated by our friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. ACS is a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL 508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much more. It's a full-service AutoCAD services provider and a full-service fiber optic cabling solution provider. If you want to learn more about ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. So I just looked it up. Um, Yeah, the guy got called for taunting that ended the game for basically looking in the general direction of the Steelers' sideline is all he did. He might have said something to the punter walking by, but it didn't even really look like it. They never looked directly at him. Um, that was terrible, like, kind of ridiculous. And then after that, and I'm only seeing one angle, so if somebody says, hey, that's not exactly what happened, I'll buy it. I'm pretty sure that when the guy who got called for toning was running back across the field, the official literally hip-checked him, like but took a step and tried to throw his hip into the, the player. Really? I think so. 
Yeah. He definitely moves back in his direction one way or the other. He sees him coming and kind of does this thing at him. Has a problem with the Bears? Well, I mean, it's weird. I don't I don't know. Just that's that that's odd. I mean, I would assume the NFL is pretty strict about officiating. He's gonna have to probably respond to why today. Yeah, they're that's pretty a, that, that's a weird one there. They're pretty I, tough on officials. You have to get it right. Um Yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's Yeah, he says actually he was hip checked. Huh. Yeah. By Bears official. linebacker Cassius Marsh says he was hip checked by ref before being hit with toning penalty, causing it incredibly inappropriate. Did that cost them a chance to win the game? Yeah, because they would have gotten the ball back down like three with like a minute and a half to go. Oh. Yeah, something like that. How about that? Um, yeah, on my way to the sidelines, I got hip-checked by the ref. It's pretty clear. If I was to do that to a ref or even touch a ref, we get kicked out of the game and possibly suspended and fined. I just think that was incredibly inappropriate. That he took several steps toward the Steelers' bench before making contact with Cornette on his way to the Chicago sideline. Corinthi, sorry. Corinthi reached for his flag and penalized the Bears 15 yards to extend Pittsburgh's drive. The Steelers eventually kicked a field goal after they were given new life because of the penalty. I think that was just bad timing. It was pretty clear to everybody who saw it that I wasn't toning. I've been doing the celebration my whole career. It's just sad to see stuff like that happen in a close game like that. Um, in a pool report, Corinthi said, first of all, I keep in mind that toning is a point of emphasis this year. Um, and with that said, I saw the player after he made a play run toward the bench area of the Pittsburgh Steelers and posture in such a way that I felt he was taunting them. I didn't judge the contact as anything that I dealt with that had nothing to do with it. It was the taunting aspect. I judged that I should throw a penalty at this point of the game because he looked at their sideline. Yeah. And I, I bumped into him, but I didn't judge him for bumping into me. Because he didn't throw the flag until after the bump. Oh, but he didn't judge. No, no, no. And he actually went into Marsh. Marsh is running a straight line, and the official goes back into him. I mean, come on. Ridiculous. Completely. Completely ridiculous. I I hate that Peyton and Eli weren't doing it last night. This is just a planned week off for them? Yeah, I think so. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the, uh, the FCC reports? Yesterday. I did. I did three people. Yeah. Three people called in very upset. Those are three people that, frankly, I hope bad things happen to them. I, I, people like that, I just I have no patience. One person said they had to think about the children. Oh, my God. Trust me, your kids have seen worse. Your kids have heard worse, seen worse. Your kids have watched South Park. I mean, that didn't cause them to not be able to sleep that night. No. And if it did... You probably. My need favorite to stop is the goes, You should kids. kick Eli out of broadcasting. Yeah, because that's going to end his life. <laughs> that's going to do him in, bud. I tell you, um, he won't be able to feed his family after that. I mean, I people. Oh, it's the football bad equivalent of they've changed the rule now, but in golf, where you could watch golf on television, call a number, and report a rules violation. Oh. The level that you have to be. I mean, you to have to that. have your life has to be so empty. Hey, where's that number? No, no, no. he touched it. I, I, I mean, like, <laughs> come on. I mean, Lexi Thompson lost a major over that a few years ago. Yeah, somebody called in. I, it just. But ESPN made Eli apologize and stuff, or whatever they did, over three complaints. Yeah, 
Well, they made him apologize immediately. And then three complaints came in. They've kind of avoided it and ignored it since then. Yeah, because Eli would tell him precisely where to stick it, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, they didn't learn the, uh, they did not learn the middle finger through the show. Um, that was. No, they've heard all the stuff. But I'm guessing, I, I would guess the people that complained don't have children or their children are so uber protected that yeah. they're going to go absolutely wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, good luck to Mintz today. He's on to day two, or at least his day two of the uh, World Series of Poker main event. Yeah. They're, uh, they're in Vegas. I think all the preliminary or the first rounds have been done. They can't all play on the same day because there's too many people. So they've cut it to how many ever it's been been cut to. I actually looked at it last night. Um, so he is uh he's at like table two thirty nine, position nine or something like that to uh tonight. So still a lot of people. Hardman's not. definitely right, by the way. Those three people that complained, they when they drive in their car by themselves, they're wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. No question. No, absolutely no doubt. I, mean, I said Manning's just signed a multi year partnership with Caesars. Yeah, they're hurting. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Oh God! Anyway, you know, I tell you, I looked at this and I read up on um, the NCAA thing yesterday that Ralph Russo reported. Maybe broke. I don't know who had it first. I assume him. And it's it's streamlining the Constitution is kind of the main thesis of it, where they took away some rules. They're allowing some flexibility. They're at least allowing the process to play out of a potential, I think they called it Division Four, but pointing out that some Division One schools have athletic budgets of like $2.5 million and some have $200 million, yeah. and that that is not the same sport that they are playing at that point. So how do you fix that? What does it look like? How do you allow whomever wants to compete at the top level to be in like the NCAA tournament, that kind of thing? How does What does that look like? It just it took some red tape out is what, yeah, what? I'm just being a hand-raised guy in the uh-huh. room. What you do see is you take the Power Five, yeah, and you and a handful of other teams that like Gonzaga gets to play basketball have shown that they can compete in yeah. different sports, and you put them in a separate group over here, yeah, and you let them compete for this championship. Uh-huh. Then what you do is you take the other teams that have less to work with, uh-huh. and you put them in a separate league. And you let them play for a And the schools can decide where they want to go. Yeah, and championships are fun. What do you do for a conference where teams are different on what they want to do? Say it again. A conference where half the teams want to play in one league and half the teams want to play in another. What do you do? Well, you either split up the conference. I'm just curious. Or you have to come to a or you have to come to a consensus. But look, uh-huh. if you took the SEC and the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the ACC and Notre Dame, and you'd have to make a decision about what you did with the Big 12. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of this argument, let's leave them in. Sure. And you put them in a separate league, and they just played each other. The fan would win. Of course. Because, I mean, I'm going to be real again. I went. We spent money to go to a football game Saturday. It was the first time I've done that. It was the first time I've ever taken my family to a college football game. We saw a good game. It was an SEC game. It was a Western Division game. It was entertaining. It was close. It was a good game. Whatever, right? I wouldn't spend that amount of money to go see a non-league game. 
I wouldn't spend that amount of money to go watch Austin P. or McNeese sure. or Southeast Louisiana. I just wouldn't. And I'm officially fully, I was already there, but I'm one million percent on the side of the fan here. The whole guilting people for not packing the Liberty game or the Austin P game. No, you're wrong. But if that game was against Wisconsin, it would be a different deal. Hey, let's go see more Power 5 games. If instead of playing Austin P, Ole Miss played Arizona State, it would be far more interesting for the fan. It would be far more justification for the amount of resource and time that it takes to make that trip. Anybody who's going to blame the fans, including all the way up to Lane Kiffin and anybody else who wants to give guilt fans for not coming to a non-league game, you're wrong. And it's easy to say it when you're standing up there making $6 million a year. It's another thing entirely to tell people, no, you need to come to every game. Well, then you need to make every game somewhat interesting to me. Because games against Austin P and those type people, I mean, I'm, I'm looking, I'm pulling out an SEC schedule so I can stop picking on Ole Miss here. Let's, uh, Auburn, Akron, mm-hmm. Alabama State. Are you really going to guilt your fans for not coming to those games? Really? Georgia Southern, Florida, Florida Atlantic. Um, when Georgia plays. Charleston Southern. Are you really going to guilt their fans? Kentucky played ULM, Chattanooga. Those are games, New Mexico State this week. Those are games that need to go away. No, I don't think they ever will because no team wants to play 12 difficult football games, frankly. Unless, mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. by moving to a separate classification, you were able to re, and you probably would be, you were able to renegotiate your TV deals. And you would save money on these buy games. Alabama's playing New Mexico State. It's like $3.5 million this weekend. Well, if Alabama played UCLA, they wouldn't have to pay that money. It's going to take a mindset change is what it's going to take, though, because college football, we've talked about this earlier, it was one of my pills to die on before the season, is so caught up on total wins Total wins. The season went how many games you won, and that is sure. all that matters. You don't see that in the NFL. No. That's not a thing. Until that changes, there's an obsession on playing inferior opponents, yes. regardless of everything else. So you expand the playoff. You have to revamp the sport. You have to be able to go, hey, the way we did it is the way we did it, but it's time to do it a different way. Things change. The way we did it doesn't work anymore. What is funny about this, though, that I've kind of looked around a little today. Ginger makes a good point, too. I like taking the kids to the non-league games. I can get tickets cheaper, and there's more room in the Grove in the stadium than to move about. There's a reason no one is there. All those are true. Sure. Um, that story yesterday did not get a lot of media attention. It got it got kind of pushed away by Frost apparently coming back for 2022. A lot yeah. of coach stuff yesterday. Yeah. A lot of different things. But – Point being, I think it was a lot of hill of beans because the answer is not necessarily that 
the NCAA is going to be in charge of the new division. That what, what that was yesterday to me was a way to tr- get the NCAA in its own self to try to make room to still be in charge is all that was yesterday. Hey, oh. we're doing all this so y'all can stay under our umbrella. Don't do anything outside of our umbrella. Well, is what long, it felt like to me. I've long argued. I felt like I guess my point is that was so that was so still a long way from what this looks like. And I know Sankey and those guys said, hey, we want this inputted within a year. There's no way this gets inputted within a year, in my opinion, A. And B, to me it was more, hey, we're just going to open this up to try to keep you guys playing along with our system right now, is well, the way I interpreted it. Here's, here's the ultimate thing that I keep waiting to happen. I know everyone loves the NCAA tournament. They love the first weekend and all the games of Charleston Southern as the 12 seed against fifth seed at Auburn or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. What if you just took the Power Five and a handful of other teams and put them in the tournament? And instead of splitting the money 300 and some odd ways, you split it 70 ways? Mm-hmm. Still be a great tournament. You'd still have low seeds that had no chance. They would just be big-name teams now. Like when Georgia goes 4-14 and 14 in the league, they're a 16 seed. And they get, and they still might pop Oklahoma State in the first round. Might, but they probably get skull drug like Prairie View will. Yeah. And you just move on. And I'm just picking on yeah, teams. I'm sorry, but you still end up with the Sweet 16, and it's still must see television, and everyone still has a bracket, and everyone still bets on the games and whatnot. Still the money maker, and now instead of splitting it, where. Southeastern Louisiana gets a cut of it, and Jackson State gets a cut of it, and um, Bethune-Cookman gets a cut of it, and Old Dominion gets a cut of it. Now no one does. Now now it's the big boys get all the money. I mean, there are ways to do this. It requires being cutthroat, but there are ways to do it. And then let the other people have their own tournament, the little people tournament. And there will be people who would watch that. Sure, whatever. Well, when you go to the high school state championships, we've talked about this before. Have you ever noticed when the Class 1A championship is played and they win it, they celebrate? Yeah. Their cheerleaders go running on the field and the parents are excited. Yeah, they don't get done and go, oh, that was fine, but Oxford would have kicked their ass. No, never, not one time. <laughs> <laughs> and you still have the 6A game and everybody knows that's the best teams. But when the 2A team wins it, like seminary or somebody wins it, right? Everybody goes, Awesome. And the kids get their picture taken, and they get a trophy, and the whole deal. And everybody, I'll, I'll use a better example. When I was in high school, what is now Louisiana Monroe, won the Division One AA National Championship. It wasn't a big deal nationally, but I'll tell you this, Chase, it was a big deal in North Louisiana. And they celebrated. They got a trophy and a championship banner, and the whole. I mean, totally serious. The whole deal. They won the one AA national championship. It was on national television, and it was celebrated. I remember Delta State winning it with Josh Bright in two thousand and D two. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't see what the big deal is in admitting that we've gotten to a place where everyone's not the same. Some people have tools, and some people don't, and just figure it out. In high school, at the high school level, are you for or against the? Uh the basketball grand slam where all the state champions play each other in a tournament at the end of the year. I don't really care. 
if it makes everybody happy, cool. I kind of like it. Because, yeah. I mean, if the small school loses, who gives a damn? Right, like, sure. It's, it's not a chance like, to pull off the upset. Yeah, it's not like they go, oh, well, no. But that, before that really they play team. in the Grand Slam, they win their class championship, right? Correct, yeah. So no, they it's still, all six. Yes, but yeah. they still have a moment where they're state champs. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then you have a chance to be like the ultra state champ. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, I, they brought it back for a little while recently, but I got to remember, I mean, my, my high school was really, really good at women's basketball always. And I remember, like, in the gym, there's, like, the Grand Slam banners. You've got, like, several state championship banners, and there's several, like, Grand Slam sure. banners where they won the, the whole thing a couple times. Um, Shouldn't it be like the slam dunk since the Grand Slam's a baseball thing? You don't hit a grand slam in basketball. Well, grand slam gets very interchangeable because it's also a tennis thing. It is. It, it kind of goes. Yeah, yeah like I, goes, I stand corrected. For okay. whatever reason, that that gets carried over into other into other sports. I don't. I don't know. So, all right. Uh, in East Spark, Northeast Spark, <laughs> service people across rural communities. Two packages: the Ignite. I'm scared to look at the stream. Ignite 100 Mbps or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. That's in East Spark. 662-238-3159, phone service, portal controls, network security. They've got wireless mesh extenders, but you probably don't need those things. So call, get the best in it around. Again, with the one gig, that is 662-238-3159. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox, B.B. Mitchell, or Ole Miss graduates, they utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. The uh, property spotlight is on the village at Madison, which will feature roughly 60,000 square feet of restaurant, retail, medical, and professional office space, along with roughly 75 zero lot line residences, with Pinpoint handling the leasing for the commercial portion of the development. If you want to learn more about it, go to uh, give Sam and BB a call, 601-586-3220. Uh, Blue Delta Jeans is happy to announce the inaugural Coastal Cup Waterfowl Tournament January 19th through the 21st at the Bay Flats Lodge on the San Antonio Bay of Texas. This competitive team duck hunting event will include two days of Texas coastal waterfowl hunting, meals, drinks, and lodging, two pairs of custom jeans for every participant. Special guests at the event will include Josh Raggio of Raggio Custom Calls, Barton Ramsey of Southern Oak Kennels, for more information or to register your team, contact Blake Kokenauer at Blake at BlueDeltaJeans.com. Also brought to you by Lamons. If you're uh, thinking about shopping, and you probably should at this point, like Black Friday is, what, two weeks away or so, probably ought to start getting ready. If you're thinking about jewelry, I would highly recommend if you're coming to town the next couple of weekends, make a stop at Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, Tell Alan and everybody there that we sent you. They'll take great care of you. They've been serving the Oxford area for basically 75 years. They've got everything you could be looking for from the obvious, like engagement rings and wedding rings, to other stuff, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's LamonsFindJewelry.com or 662-234-2777. Also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777, or you can call the people at Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, DeSoto County, that area, 662-429-4429. Working on a couple of different soft verbal podcast ideas. Those are brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop rebel shop. 
two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to uh, Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Podcast also brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. and telling you every day about the Double Legger Bus Tours back on Friday, 3 and 4 o'clock for those. Remember, an adult ticket gets you $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans. And then with tunes around town from 5 to 7 this Friday, you've got Winnie Jean Garrison at Spring Street Cigars. You've got the Acme Band at North Lamar Pocket Park. That's kind of next to Volta. And then in the atrium by the Growler, Daniel Roebuck performing this weekend. So get some dessert, get some carry out, enjoy what should be a pretty festive night around Oxford with that. Again, visit OxfordMS.com slash events. Um, tickets were moving pretty quickly yesterday. I saw that they tweeted student tickets have been sold out this morning. I Look, the game's going to sell out prior to Saturday. There are still some general seating available to some extent. Keith tweeted about uh, about five minutes ago, so if somebody asked for a ticket update. That's kind of where we're uh, kind of we're at at the moment. So they're going to sell all the tickets. They will sell all the tickets. I feel very, very, very uh, sure about that. They're going to sell all the tickets. Thirty second aside here about something that does not matter in the least, but it. I'm, I'm, I have a curiosity about this. So I'm just going to say it because I'm staring at it again. Mm-hmm. There's a guy on Twitter, <clears throat> and on I've got like I think you and I were talking about like the best way to organize stuff. But I use TweetDeck to get like different hashtags and show like every tweet that comes in under those hashtags, or you can do recruits or whatever. You can form these I, little lists. I need to do that better with recruits. And I've got one for Ole Miss up that I just kind of scan through every morning to see if I miss anything or find podcast topics. And there's this guy that his some like some website I've never heard of. He came to Mississippi, like drove across the country to watch like his granddad or his uncle or something throw a first pitch out several years ago, like 2019 or 18 or something, and wrote like a little essay about it. He tweets this story with a different description three to four times a day, every day, still to this point. He's done it like 700 days in a row. Why? I almost wanted to send him a DM and go, I'm not even criticizing. I'm just really curious. Why? Is he wanting it to get picked up and become a big story? I No, it doesn't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like nine hours ago, like I said, it just popped up this morning. It's a mistake to think baseball is a metaphor, but that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. My thoughts on one particular game in Mississippi and then gives the leak. But that's not what it will say every time. Tomorrow it'll be something different and it'll go in. It's weird. It's curious. Yeah. I'm just got to care. I, I don't know. I just... If you listen, sorry, not offending. Just found it odd. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Kippen yesterday. Not really any news, frankly. Um, no. Really at all, if I'm being completely honest. To the point of I didn't even read your story from yesterday afternoon because I didn't feel like what? much. What? Yeah, I know. Sorry. Um, he didn't really update on injuries. He... Um, Didn't say. I mean, I, I don't know. I got. I got nothing. I, no, I don't. I don't know. He didn't say much at all. There wasn't a lot there. He hates. He's always bored. He's bored. He doesn't like that. I don't think he likes any of us. I think he's indifferent. I don't think it's a lot. He just doesn't care. Well, he would be different if that room were Andy Staples, Chris Lowe, and some. Well, yeah, he people. does not see a benefit. I think to he it. looks down upon us, which is fine. I don't blame him. We're local beat writers. We we are kind of to be looked down. It upon. matters if he loses. With any coach, yeah, it matters if he loses. 
I'll give him credit for this. Yeah. I don't think he's the guy that in the middle of a losing streak starts begging the local media. Oh, to help. hell no. No, 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 no. Hell no. Right. No. That no. happens. Yeah, that, oh, yes. That, yes. It, it happens a lot. It's a common occurrence. Yeah. No, this I don't. Is not it. To his credit, I don't think he would ever go there. No. He is who he is. He's very, very consistent. He's very worried about Texas A&M's defense. That was not coach speak. No, no. He's worried about Pretty paranoid about that. He knows this game. Ole Miss's inability to run the football on Saturday was a huge question mark for him. Frankly, because the offensive line he put out there just didn't do a very good job. And he kind of criticized the backs, too. It wasn't just the offensive line. But no matter what he did or didn't do, I mean, they had a game where they played Jalen Cunningham 58 snaps, which was 100% of their offensive snaps. And nothing against Jalen Cunningham, but he didn't play offense until this week. That's going to be tough on anybody. Amato's not playing his position sometimes. I mean, this this is a chore. I think right he now. knows that this game could get out of control. I don't think it will, but I think he knows there's a recipe for it, which is if you can't get your defense off the field, if you can't sustain some drives. And so much of what they do, and he answered this honestly, so much of what they do is built around tempo. And when you don't have your guys, tempo's harder to do. And if you don't convert some first downs and you keep your defense on the field – against Texas A&M's running attack, you're going to get worn down pretty quick. There's a recipe for this going badly. There's a recipe for it going fine. But I think he knows that. He got asked about Mingo. He answered it. That's kind of the closest they came to saying something. That he might play. That he might play. Well, when he was out of the booth the other day, we've heard just kind of through that it was getting better. There was some improvement to maybe give him a chance to play. That's not new. Yeah, he just – and frankly, I think it was also one of the deals where we're in November and you can talk about the other team and you can ask some of those questions, but otherwise there's not much to say. Yeah. To his credit. Well, there's not much for us to ask. If you know that, hey – Because he's not going to answer anything overly specific. He's not going to really talk about injuries. He's not going to tell you about available players. He's not going to talk about scheme or anything like that. No, and so you ask about the other team. You ask. He got asked about – It's a lot of boilerplate crap. He got asked about Katy Perry and stuff. He's bored with us, and it, frankly, we're kind of bored with him right now. It's the end of the year. It's yeah. this way it works. Yeah. It's all talked about. All the sticks have been done at this yeah, point. Yeah, we're all kind of done. Yeah. yeah. Not in a bad way. He just, oh, that defense. All right. Yeah. Cool. But they are really good up front. And, I mean, his Katy Perry quote was kind of funny. Well, it worked one time. Saw that one. I mean, you yeah. know, it's like, all right, yeah. fine. Like, whatever. Oh, uh, By the way, I get, I've get i gotten asked this like 474 times. Um, ESPN works with the school to pick the guest picker. It okay. is a collaborative effort that is typically announced on Thursday or Friday um, of, of game week. So, it's very possible it is not decided yet um, is what I'm saying. There's a lot of things that go into it from logistical issues on who actually wants to or can get here for the. Uh, it's really a matter game. of who's willing to hop in a plane. Yeah. So. Um. um what was I going to ask you about that? I um, can't remember. Oh, Lance Lynn. Yeah. Lance Lynn's not winning the Cy Young, so he doesn't move a needle beyond baseball fans. Right. Um. He could be entertaining. He's funny. Yeah. Um. If you told me it's Lance, I mean, it's not the worst one anybody's had all year. I won't be shocked, per se, but I don't anticipate that. No, I don't either. That would surprise me, frankly, a little bit. I mean, I if it were me, I would make Morgan Freeman say no. That would be my first 
thing I would do. It's the announcing team is Herb Street and whoever does games with Herb Street. Is it Fowler? Yeah. Oh, the the night stuff. Yeah, I saw. It's Chris Fowler, Kirk Herb Street, and Holly Rowe. Okay, was the team. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, that's how that works. Um, I have no idea. I'm not pop culture is not. I, I have this question in the mailbag. Who would it be if it were up to me? Well, I don't. Number one, I don't really know Ole Miss that well outside of athletics, and so I don't but it really doesn't necessarily have to be that. I don't I mean, really it's... know what moves the needle, and then so you get into pop culture, and I don't really know pop culture, so I don't, I don't know, like what would appeal to the masses that would have some sort of a tie that you could say tied into Mississippi. I, Morgan Freeman makes a lot of sense. After Morgan Freeman, I mean. I mean, Lane's right. If Katy Perry would do it again, that's what you do. But outside of that, I don't really... You would let her do it again over Freeman? Probably, just because I think more... My guess is that more youngish people would relate to Katy Perry more than they would Morgan Freeman. Sure. I I don't know how many, like... My girls are 20 and 18. And if you were to say to them, hey, you can meet Morgan Freeman or you can meet Katy Perry, who do you want to meet? It would be Katy Perry without a moment's hesitation. Because they're not watching Shawshank yeah, Redemption. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, nothing against Morgan Freeman. I fall in this category too, but he's old. That's a good point. In a best case scenario, you'd get Morgan Freeman to like narrate one of the little stories you tell at the beginning of the show. Oh, sure. I'll throw this at you. <laughs> Right, Thompson Chase? No. No. <laughs> no. Hey, surely to God you wouldn't have an employee of your of your of your company do it, but I got no. I got nothing. He would have plenty of personal anecdotes. Um It would be a signature win from a standpoint of it keeps you in the race in late November for really significant things. But they've lost the state in Arkansas. I don't know that on its face it's just a signature win from an opponent standpoint. I think those are two different things. It's not beating Alabama in 14 that was ranked number one. Oh, in no, 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 no. It's a good win. Oh, it's a really good win. It's a win. damn it's good a, win. It's a, if you can finish it out, it's a really good win because it puts you in a New Year's Six game. Yeah, as long as you beat State. But, That's what I said, if you yeah. can finish it out. Yeah. you got to beat Vandy and State. But if you do, it would be... It would be the crowning win of the season. But, no, I don't think it's signature in the other way. Um, I don't. But, it's a, I mean, it's a huge game. Huge. Hard to really put into words. No, it's a huge opportunity. Yeah, what, sure. it, what, what, what it is. Sure, um, it's a big opportunity. It's You have an, a national stage and all that stuff. Um, Brett Young is the country singer that played baseball here. He's good. I don't know that he's that. Is he mainstream enough to do that? I, I honestly don't know. I'm not being. This is yeah, not. I mean, rhetorical. I do remember that in 14. I mean, State had Papelbon for their guest picker in 14. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be the school that's associated. No, wasn't I mean, I think, Papelbon coming off of a World Series with the Red Sox at the time? Had they won it in 14 or 13? For some reason okay. that someone else. He could, was a signature name at that moment. There's for sure. In he baseball. was the closer of a very popular, prominent, team. prominent baseball team. Well, because I think somebody mentioned that Ashton Kutcher 
was the Iowa Iowa State picker, even though he went to the visiting school. He went to Iowa. Did he go to Iowa? I think so. And he 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 did the picking in Ames. Well, last week it was uh, uh, the cat that used to be married to Jessica Simpson. Nick Lachey. Yeah. Was there any association there at all? Or was it I think he's from wrong? Cincinnati. Oh, really? Yeah. That does sound right. Now, say that. I, frankly, I don't know that I would have known them doors if there had not been some connection to Ole Miss or some other reason for me knowing them. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. I just, in terms of, I don't know, and maybe this is really overthought. Does it really matter? I mean, can you can you name five guest pickers from the last two years on that show? No, because I don't watch the show at the end, especially. Like, even if I turned it on at some point in the first hour and a half. I'm never going, hey, it's 10.50. Let me make sure I come in for the last 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, I got nothing. I mean, I, I know who some have been just because I've like seen some social media and stuff. But no, I mean, not not even a little bit. I'm frankly more interested to see what Corso does with the whole helmet thing. He's putting an A&M helmet on, as I think what he's doing. Okay. That would be my, would be my guess, right? I, I guess. I mean, am I wrong? What, what do you think? I don't know. Does A and M have any? They don't have a mascot like a furry mascot, right? They just have the dog, the collie. I don't. If they have a mascot, I don't remember it. I had plenty of other things to look at and stare at that that that, that, that time. Can they can that. they bring the collie to the stage and let him pet the collie? Or is that too disrespectful to the collie? Because I know they're really big on respecting the dog. So. Like I'm looking here. UGA had Jeff Foxworthy. Ken, oh, that's right. I didn't the the that. actor from uh, from um, The Hangover, the comedian, Ken Ken Jong. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it. He was funny. I mean, I'm just kind of looking through here. I mean, Will Ferrell did Oregon USC. Yeah, because he went to USC. Yeah, I'm kind of looking for like significant ones that people talked about. I mean, Charles Barkley has done it. Yeah. Um, well, Miss could go get his best NBA player ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, asshole. Um, Terrence Davis. Bill Murray's done it. <laughs> no professional. I mean, TD's wrestling. not playing very much right now. They probably the Kings would probably He's let got him, time. They'd probably let him go. Yeah, just come back whenever. Yeah, like Brett Michaels. Would Brett Michaels do anything for young people? Young people don't know who the hell that is. He's old. Well, he had to bring Longo with him, too. I mean, he's the one that like <laughs> put the headgear and stuff on that when he went and got him over there. <laughs> the Bachelor thing makes a lot of sense with all the tie-ins. If, 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 if it really is a thing where somebody might be in town for that, that, that makes a lot of well, sense. Well, you know who would have made a lot of sense? And I'm, I'm stealing from the thread here. Sam Kendricks would have made a lot of sense, except he had such terrible COVID at the Olympics, and they wouldn't let him participate. So that that would have been great if he'd won the gold. Had could, he won, yes, yeah. For sure. But I mean, you say that it's not like they're. I mean, I, 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 there's no way they're considering Brittany Reese, who's won multiple gold medals. Um, it's not enough people would know who that was. Yeah, unless they forced it. Sure. I said Brake Michaels actually is in Mississippi Saturday at the Bow. 
I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not a I bad mean, idea. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I mean, it has a relationship. If you actually got something out of the fact that, you know, I mean, he has a relationship with the quarterback. I mean, that, that there's a there's yeah, a quarterback there. used to date his daughter. Yeah. And now no longer dates his da- daughter. No, correct. So. But wasn't she in town like a few weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no, not, <laughs> no. not, you couldn't, not you couldn't drag that. me into that conversation. Uh, the guy from The Bachelor, frankly, makes more sense than any of these. Somebody says, who's Brett Ma- I I think you're joking, but musical artist with poison. Um, but I mean, you make a good point. I mean, anybody under whatever years old would not be able to pick Brett Michaels out of a lineup. No, or name the band that he played in. Frankly, anybody maybe younger than me, I might be the cutoff. Yeah. I'm probably the cutoff. And I'm, and frankly, I might even be high on the bell curve at my age. Probably. I just don't know that they're looking for random 45 to 55 year old guy. To appeal to, I don't. I have no idea. I've never, as you know, I've never really gotten involved in that show. That show doesn't do much for me. It doesn't yeah, yeah. move my needle at all. Yeah, yeah. You would know the songs, would you? Poison? You don't think so? I'm not sure. You don't think you run through and people would know it? Mm. I'm sitting here right now and I couldn't name. I one. mean, I'm trying to. I don't know that people would know. I guarantee anybody under forty struggles with. Which band plays that song for sure? They wouldn't be able to run through a bunch of Poison and Foreigner and take If you put pick. a gun to my head right this moment and said, name a Poison song, I don't think I could do it. Um, Talk Dirty to Me. Okay. Um, they did an Every Rose Has Its Thorn okay. thing. Um, those are probably the two off the top of my head that I would have gotten yeah. without a problem. Songs that young people are not driving around listening to. Well, no, that's, that's fair now. I'm, yeah, nothing but a good time, as somebody said. I mean, it's, yeah. it's Again, notable. I'm, rest my case, Your Honor. Yeah, you're out. I don't. I just don't know that that has a lot of mass appeal at all. Yeah. I mean, but there may not be something that well, has mass appeal. Be. They pick a lot. Every. I mean, he, at the end of the day, you got to have is somebody. Morgan Freeman working right now. Is he in town? He comes to a lot of basketball games. They no play idea. basketball Friday night. Yeah. Is he just here? Today? He would just make sense. It makes a lot. Of it sense. makes. It's an easy. Ole Miss has really tried to connect to him. Yeah, as they should. He'd be – people would recognize him. I mean, that that one of all the people we've talked about, if you can't get Katy Perry to fly in, that's what. Makes that's the sense. one that, frankly, makes the most sense. Yeah. Unless you want to do the Archie Manning thing. Mm-hmm. Which is fine, too. If you could get Eli to come back down, yeah. that would be great. Sure. Those make sense. Yeah. People know who that is. They see him on TV all the time. Yeah. Maybe he could flip everybody off. Okay. You know, I don't know. I mean, those make sense. Everything else feels reachy. Yeah. Like you're just kind of trying to figure out a way to do this. Which is what they do some weeks. There are some bad ones. I mean, it, it happens. So. Yeah, no, I mean. We'll see. I, I, I got nothing. Uh, JohnstonHillCreamery.com. Get those Thanksgiving pre-orders in. Charcuterie trays, artisanal cheese trays. Their signature pumpkin cheesecake, also buttermilk pie. You can call 662-419-9201 or email cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Pick up Wednesday, November 24th. Deadline to order is Friday, November 19th at 5 p.m. for that. 
and the um, catering and tailgate menu still active as well. Some of those same things. You've got charcuteries, you've got cheeses, you have plenty of other add-on items as well, and they would deliver right there to your spot in the Grove. 24 hours notice to take care of that. Let them handle your tailgate again, 662-419-9201. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. Uh, it's mypinwealth.com. They're also home to the Pinnacle uh, 401k advisory services team where they'll conduct a uh, complimentary no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. If you're thinking about traveling, you want to make sure that your uh, special trip is one that creates a lifetime of unique memories, and John can do that. Just give him some parameters and a budget. He'll give you options, and uh, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. We're brought to you by Opa, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. A delicious menu featuring euros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. Awesome bar serving your favorite handcrafted cocktails and frozen libations. An amazing candlelit patio. It's 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse. Grenada Nissan's the place to go if you're looking for a Nissan vehicle. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. Grenada Nissan USA.com. Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors sponsors my mailbag, which will be up tomorrow. Uh, she serves all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662 567 2573 or 662-842-3844. Podcast brought to you by Service Specialist with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, whatever, they can help you at Service Specialist. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. It's a small state. They always know about jobs that never get advertised. They also always have names and perusals and resumes ready for your perusal if you're a prospective employer. So get in touch with them. You have nothing to lose. No referral fees for those searching for a job. 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistltd.com. Alpha Specialties is located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They are your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail. They've also got Hallmark Cargo Trailers. They can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you. They can also repair all types of trailers, concession, horse, utility, enclosed, gooseneck, RV, and more. 601 932 9798 or alpha of ms.com. Uh, my interview, my weekly interview with Chance Campbell is up on this uh, YouTube channel. It's also up at rebelgrove.com. It's brought to you by the Rogue. Check out their college collection. It's really cool. They've got, uh, whether you're looking for all the latest Ole Miss gear from Peter Millar and other uh, vendors, or whether you're uh, shopping for maybe a Mississippi State fan or an LSU fan or an Alabama fan in your life. They've got their college gear as well. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Um, Actually, Knox Kiffin would be funny. It would. That, 
of frankly of a lot of the names that have been that that would be funny. You could get the professor on, but he'd be masked up. You'd have a hard time hearing him, and he'd be so scared with all those people around. If they had some some flameouts, actually, I I wouldn't be surprised by by Aaron and Ben. If I'm honest, I kind of forgotten that, but I would not be shocked by that at all. Um, yeah, I would yeah. buy it. I'd buy that. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a there's a cross appeal there that would not shock me. Sure, whatsoever. Um. So yeah, I'd buy that. A uh, a charcuterie tray is like a fancy sausage and cheese plate, essentially. Um, ben, you ask. This one has um, two house artisanal cheeses, soppressata, prosciutto, citrus marinated olives, candied oranges, fruit, and pumpkin butter is uh, is on this. Oh, so yeah, that like is, that. uh, that's the answer there. Um, let's see what we uh, <laughs> the professor would do it virtually. Um, <laughs> still masked, of course. Disney doesn't own HGTV though, right? Is there a crawl or ABC or how that's? I have no idea. I don't think, but like I think they own Lifetime now. Some other stuff. I don't. I don't think HGTV is. It would have to be a cross promotion for them to do that. Yeah, I mean, somebody said they did Chip and Joanna at Baylor. But Chip and Joanna are based out of Waco. They are. I mean, they're like when you think that show, you think Waco. Yeah, they are very. It's a very. When you think the other show, you don't think Oxford. No, no, no. Of course. Or Ole Miss. They tied in Ole Miss into the show, but that's been. Yes. Um, and I like their show. Yeah, I like, yeah I like, it wasn't here. And I like Ben and Aaron. I'm not criticizing. Yeah, them. no, I know. I'm just saying it is a little bit more of a reach than Chip and Joanna's. Yeah. I mean, they they've basically influenced Waco to a very very large extent. Um, so, oh, they're in filming in downtown Laurel this week, so they are running on a tight. Yeah, schedule. I know those schedules are stupid. The the hours that they they deal with that when it's when it's in season. Um, yeah, I have not I have not talked to her in a while. Um. Let's see. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I wasn't going to say it, Ginger, but you're right. What's that? Well, I don't want to say it. Oh, well, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, but they're, the channel is trying to get there. They have yes. a full court press on making that the replacement for sure. for that at the moment. Um, sure. Yeah, that's that that that's a lot of it. Um, yeah, I don't see them bringing AK back. I don't like him. <laughs> um, He'd be funny. Just saying, he'd do well. I would just <laughs> let him go, wind yeah. him up, and let him go. Yeah. It's all it's all, it's, it's all good. Uh, all right. Just kind of curious here. You get um, the pole assassin on. She could will. bring her monkey. For sure, it'd be a viral moment. Yeah, it would. Uh, just quickly, we started with basketball. We'll finish here just from the SEC look at this. Uh, Lenardi put out his preseason 64, 68 team bracket. Florida gets one of the last buys and sneaks in. Um, Mississippi State in the first four out in, in, in this one. They got seven SEC teams in? Yeah, I'm looking right now. LSU in? LSU's in eight. Okay. Has them playing Syracuse. The, the other five round. are definitely in. Um, they have Ohio State, Ohio State a four, by the way, if you're just curious. Um, what do they have? Auburn and Arkansas. Those yeah, are the two that I'm, I'm curious looking. about. Memphis a three. Florida a ten. Playing Michigan State in the first round. 
uh, Arkansas a four, okay. playing Liberty in the first round, four and thirteen. Okay. Auburn a six. Ooh. Um, Auburn six against St. John's or Rutgers in the first round. I think Auburn will be better than a six, but fair enough. Uh, I got Alabama as like a three. Alabama is a four, okay. playing South Dakota State in the first round. Okay. Tennessee is about a three. Looking. Kentucky is a three, okay. playing Georgia State in the first round. Tennessee is a five, playing okay. UAB in the first round. 5-12 game with the okay. Blazers and the Vols. It's got UAB winning the Sun Belt. They do, automatic qualifier there. Really, Conference USA. USA. I'm sorry. Yeah, that is correct. So that's your uh, your SEC teams. That's so seven, do they have LSU in? They have eight SEC teams in. Eight. Eight. Yes. LSU Who are the eight? In. Um, there again, I'm just reading by the thing. It says ACC gets eight. Actually, I think it might be a typo because they're supposed to be going in order. I bet it's supposed to be six. I think it's okay. six. Because the ACC got eight, Big Ten got seven. The SEC sitting behind them and above the Big 12 at five. So I'm assuming it's six. So they had Tennessee, typo. Kentucky, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Auburn. Arkansas, and Auburn. Yes. And LSU. Yes. So it's seven. Seven. Which is what I think. That's I think right. it's a seventeen. And then stayed in the first four out. I, I have no problem with that. You can parse the seeds. First four want. out, State, Seton Hall, Iowa, Oklahoma. Next four out, Arizona, Drake, Nevada, Creighton. Sure. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Sure. Um, Florida, BYU, Colorado, St. Mary's with the buys, and then last four in San Diego State, St. John's, Rutgers, and Washington State. So that kicks off tonight, six thirty for uh for that one. Um have coverage at rebelgrove.com. Brian says, I think Auburn, it's a six. That's too low. Um, yeah, there's what they were on the, on the sheet. Yeah. Um, something like that. I think Auburn's more of a four. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, but look, here's the thing with those SEC teams. You've got seven teams that are legitimately, potentially really, really good, and they're going to beat each other up some. So that's going to. Gonna it's going to impact around. the it's going to impact the seating a little bit. It's not know? in a vacuum. So yeah. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of threes and fours. Yeah. Is my guess because I I think the Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, that five mm-hmm. are just going to kill each other, and yeah. then Florida is going to beat some of those teams because they're going to catch them on the right days. And all the jokes that come with this, LSU is super talented, too talented to not win a bunch of games. Which means they beat people. So you're going to have a lot of. You have an Auburn team that probably on paper looks like a three seed and might end up being a five just because the league's going to be pretty pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. And that's before you go to Ole Miss on a, the wrong night or South Carolina on the wrong night. Buzz Williams is a hell of a coach at AM. I mean, this is going to be tough. And if, if Mississippi State kind of gels earlier, they're a tournament caliber team. It's a tough league. Yeah. Okay, we'll have more A&M tomorrow, more football and the like. So check RebelGrove.com. In the meantime, have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more 
and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.